0: So, the big question is this, how do investors like us who don't have a PhD in finance or millions to start investing, how do we grow our bank accounts to build real savings and retirements and yet still have the time to do what we really love? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Hey, third day of uh, Technical Analysis Wednesdays today, sixth day overall, looking pretty good. We're getting into it, guys. Uh, We're looking at our complex trading setups today. Really cool stuff, we're building on the stuff we know, you know, support resistance, trend lines, and we're putting those into setup patterns that we can use in real time and make some really cool trades on, make some money, get it going. It's the strat, a lot of people use them. Uh, works really well. They're good patterns, minimize risk, and you know, you get really great predictions for future market patterns. Uh, looking at how we can apply it to the rest of the market and get ourselves some good gains in, guys. Uh, draw on those charts and enjoy. Cool. We'll get started then, and whoever comes in, that'll be fine. So, intro to complex chart patterns today. This is the active trading stuff. Yesterday, we were talking about you know slow stuff, uh, long-term market index funds, the more stable, less skill, more, just put your money in, you'll be fine. Today, we're talking about the quick trading, the skill trading, the short-term active trading, and then sometimes we'll see these in longer setups too. So, we're going to set up a daily chart, and we're going to start to look, well, I guess we can start a little bit medium term. Let's do uh, February 1st. To February 25th, 2018 and we'll just do good old make-believe pharmaceutical corporation. Alright so we've got our stock MBTC today. wonder if that's a real stock I don't think it is. So th- we're gonna look at wedges and triangles for so we saw support and resistance uh last Wednesday, and we saw how we can game on that. What we're gonna look at first today is setting up triangles and wedge patterns with that. So the first thing we're gonna look at is a downward wedge. So in a downward wedge, I'll just I'm gonna erase the ticker, the stock, you know, the price. It doesn't matter. What we see with this is a downtrend in the price, uh, and it's going off of a support into a resistance. And we can see with the tops that the resistance is continually going down. But the support has a solid the solid bottom, the support staying. And we can see this in medium term. We can see this sometimes long term. But this is mostly medium and short short, short term term. So with a downward wedge, we can usually expect a stop once it gets to where these two lines cross the support and the resistance. We're going to see a downward price movement most of the time. Now, I wish I would do that a little bit smaller, but it didn't. That's the opposite is true with a upward triangle, upward wedge. So if we have the one we just drew, uh, and we'll go down, and we have a resistance here and a support, and the support's going up, and we see a channeling pattern, and we can see the resistance here, the support here. Usually, when it's going up, we're going to see upward price movement. So downward price movement, upward price movement, uh, sometimes with these setups, they're usually these are usually very solid, like upward wedges and downward wedges are usually very solid indicators and they are very good predictors. Sometimes we might see something where we'll have an upward wedge and it goes up to a level, but then maybe it falls, oh, it was a false breakout, and it goes down, maybe it goes down to right about here. Usually when we see reversal off these movements, we can really stick with that reversal call. And it's probably going to keep going down if it couldn't break wherever this was and it went down off of an upward setup. But most of the time, with these upward setups, we're going to see them continue to trail up and make new highs. Now, the price target for these new highs is going to be pretty much the bottom alley of this support and where the resistance is. Whatever that distance is, bring it up. That's gonna be your sell target, uh, or at least the price where you're gonna start to have some more resistance off of it. So, from here, we do the same thing. These are the same distance. And that's where your sell target, that's where you're gonna need to watch out for resistances if the position goes up. Uh, and if it goes down, if you have an upward wedge and it goes down off a false Usually, the price will usually follow the downward movement and it probably won't recover very quickly. It, you know, it can definitely recover, but, there'll be an immediate downward movement. And that's the same thing with these uh, downward wedges. Uh, if we see the price going down, and you know maybe we short it, uh, our price target to cover will be from the bottom of the support to where we can see the price start going into this downward flag uh, or wedge. Take this. This is where we're going to start to see some resistance. It's the same distance here to here. Uh, and that might be our buyback target if we short it, or uh, maybe a place where we might start keep holding it, maybe sell half of our position or something, but be careful because that might be a big, uh, big resistance. Maybe it'll bounce back up and go up, and if we have a short position, we don't want that. Uh, same thing with these downward wedges, though. Um, if it looks like it's gonna go down, we see the big downward wedge, but then we, we get this bounce and it starts to go up, Usually if it's a false breakout and it continues going up and it does the opposite, it's like a false pattern, we're gonna see it follow the upward price movement. So even though it's a downward wedge, if the market says it's gonna go up, then it's gonna go up. Because people are gonna pay more for it, it's going up. So these are easier to read. Most of the time, the downward wedge, uh, you're gonna see lower prices, upward wedge up, higher prices. Something to watch out for are equilateral triangles. So, we'll have a stock trending and you know, maybe it starts at the top, maybe it starts at the bottom, but we see a support here and a resistance here going into a certain point. And you know, you can't really, it's not up, it's not down. With these, you gotta be a little more careful. And usually the strap is to just wait for it to come past here and see if it goes up. And if it goes up, you'll usually see upward movement if it goes down, you see downward movement. Uh, false breakouts, you know, reversals don't happen all the time on the oriented style, the ornate wedges. So with this equal wedge, uh, it's even less occur- like there's less reversals. If it starts to go down, it's not particularly likely it's going to go up. Of course, you always want to set your stop losses. So you know, maybe a 10% stop on this. If you're going long, you would have it here. So if it does go up and then just do a completely weird reversal, you'll be able to stop out of that trade and lose your eraser that's right in front of you. All right, so next big pattern is head and shoulders. Now this pattern, you know, you're not gonna see it every single trade, but huge pattern, like if you see it happen, you're gonna be able to make a really good trade on it because it's a very, very, um, here, let me draw that better. It's it's a pretty consistent pattern. Like If you see it, you can pretty much assume that your head and shoulder pattern's gonna go through. So in a head and shoulder pattern, just pretend I didn't go too far this way, you're gonna see, maybe this goes a little higher. First thing you'll notice is that there's gonna be a big support right here. You see it bounce here, you see it bounce here, and it starts here, and it ends here. And we're also gonna see resistance here. So the two shoulders meet at the same point, but the head, the head and shoulders, the head's higher, and the head's above that by, you know, a good amount. That's like probably here to here, here to here. Uh, With a head and shoulders set up like this, we're like, we're pretty much, Usually, we're going to see an upward price movement off of this, and we're going to start to see the stock trend upward. I don't want to erase this stuff, but I mean, it's going, usually, it'll trend upward after a head and shoulder setup like that. Now, there's also the inverse head and shoulders, so the upside down. So, if we have this same line, and we have a stock trending, and it does. Oh. Did I do it wrong? I think I did it wrong. My bad so with the normal head and shoulders it's actually going to go down my bad yeah so you'll see a downward movement off of a head and shoulders setup up uh, because it's not holding this for support it's not holding the support these aren't turning or it's not holding yeah not holding the support it can't stay above it it's too much of resistance so with the normal head and shoulders it's going to go down off of this movement and with the inverted one we're going to see just the opposite so the whole thing's set up, but it's upside down. So it goes down, right here, right here, and we're gonna see it go up, off of that, cause it's breaking through this. It's been trending on it, and now it's breaking through. So head and shoulders, you're not gonna see the a lot, but when you do see it, it's a pretty safe, you know, it's a good trade. Uh, um, normal head and shoulders, you're gonna see a downward price movement most of the time, and inverted, upside down, you know, you're gonna see the same thing as this, but it's upside down and upward price movement usually really good indicators they're very you know strong if you see a setup a head and shoulder setup it's usually a pretty a pretty good setup one of the better ones uh, you're not know, going to see them all the time but very good when you see <clears> them <throat> next big thing to talk about is going to be Hammer, hammer setups. So these are specifically short-term trading only. Uh, with the hammer setup, what we're gonna look at are like the five minute or the one minute candlesticks. And I'm not the best candlestick drawer, but I will try my best. So these are gonna be red down turning candlesticks. And so the candlesticks trend down. Uh, and we're gonna start to maybe meet his hey, support here, and, uh, with a upward hammer, we're gonna see a candle set up, you know, it goes like this, and then we're gonna see that, so, this is a hammer because it opened, this is a green candle, so, opens here, uh, goes up to here, which is you know a pretty big drop, but then it goes up a lot. And then we close here, which is above it. Now the thing that's important about the hammer setup is there's no candle wick coming out of the bottom of it. So it's just the upper one and then this box. Um, sometimes it can be red, usually it's green in this setup. And once we see that, we're usually gonna start to see the price trending up. So we'll have you know the next candle goes up, and it's a pretty good reversal sign. Like, if you don't have a downward, uh, a downward wick, you're going to see a, usually a really good reversal off that. Uh, and it's the same thing if I draw it a little smaller. If we have some green candlesticks going up, and, you know, we're going up, price goes up. And we see at the top a red one of these. And the tail goes down. No wick on the top, just set up like that. We see it opens here and then it sells off all the way down to here, which has been a pretty consistently held price level. Um, We're going to see no wick up here because it doesn't make any gains. Uh, It just sells off and then it recovers a little bit. And usually, uh, with the uptrend, that hammer setup is going to be a good indicator of lower prices. Uh, following it. These are really good setups for a short term and you can actively trade these, you know You short here, you buy here, set your stop losses, set your stop losses. You can't really draw that far up but set your stop losses and those can usually be some pretty good setups. Alright Got that Makes sense, yeah, probably. Cool. Any questions? No, all right. Let's redraw access. So, wants to know we're leaving. Huh? Oh, probably like 320. Oh, I'm leaving at like 5.30. Wait, really? Yeah, uh, I'm staying for Mr. Brown's degree. Oh, I so got 5.30? Yeah. Hmm. It starts at 4.20. What? Those are like the biggest the biggest uh, setups. Head and shoulder's huge. Um, you know, you see that downward price, people, and that's big. Uh, but a lot of trading really is playing off the support and resistance levels we talked about last week and looking at those uh, Oh, big one is the ABCD setup. So Okay, what's up? Nice question. Yeah, so there's a, a head and shoulders pattern. Yes, is there a knees and toes pattern <laughs> uh, Not that I know of. So this is called an ABCD setup So why it's called that we've got this A and then we've got this big B, and then we've got a C, and the D is what people trade. Everyone wants that D. So let's just erase the, a, the huge A, B, C, Ds, and look at what the real thing with this is. And this is a great one, especially for opening market. Like, if you have a stock that's gaining up in the morning, so maybe this is the aftermarket, and yesterday it was you know down here, and it gapped up in the morning. A lot of the times, you can see this pattern, and it's very good to trade. Uh, if you don't get in on the opening bell when it has this initial spike up, run up. What you're looking for, you don't know this, right? So you have this big run up in the morning, or you know this can be in. This is probably one of the few that can be applied to longer term too. This can be long term, uh, or medium term, and short term. So we'll see this big run up, and people. You know, they hit a resistance here, and usually, no one really knows where this resistance is. It's coming out of nowhere. It's uh, just a psychological point, and then we'll see a downtrend. But the difference between this and other downtrends is, if a downtrend you know keeps going, and scrambles off, you you got no pattern. You can't really. It's tough to trade that. You could make a short up there, but it sometimes can be tough to call, at least without any, you know, history behind it. But with the ABCD pattern, what we can see is a short retrace, but then it starts to kind of hit like uh, people are trying to buy it back here. And it slowly, you know, it might sideways, it might go sideways for a little bit and that's good. And that's keeping the price at a level where new people are gonna come in, new people are gonna see this spike and get in on it. And we start to see a slight little curve up. And once you see this, this is the more aggressive entry point. I usually would take this entry point uh, but the more conservative entry point is when it hits this high again. When you break the new high a day, that's when you really start to see big price increases, and it's it's you know it's pretty much always either it breaks the high a day and goes really high. And this is with anything, not just the ABCD pattern. So if you have any stock and it's approaching the high a day. This is a really big point for it because it can either fail to break the high day and we can have a double top resistance or it can break the high day and we're going to have a lot of support behind it. We're going to have a lot of people trying to move in money and a lot more volume Uh, and that can be really good for price increases and that's the D and A, B, C, D. So if you want to be a good stock trader, all you got to do is learn your A, (laughs) B, C, Ds. It's easy. Anyway. This big price increase, usually your sell target for this is somewhere around the of here to here, take that, and somewhere up here. I drew too high, but it's okay. You get the point. It's from the start of the run-up to the height it gets to on top of the maximum it gets to. Um, Yes, yeah, ABCD pattern is really good. Another thing with retesting the highs, uh, high day scanners and gappers who go off of the high day are the ones that we're gonna see on like circuit breakers. So they're gonna be kind of the high flyer stocks for the day. So if we can get a stock and maybe get rid of this timeline because it's not the best. If we say this is the daily chart and this is nine thirty. And this is like uh, three o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, And we see this big run up in the morning. Uh, We're gonna get a lot of attention on a lot of media coverage. And even without patterns, you know, if you see it maybe drop down here and it's, you know, noon, uh, and people are starting to flow away from it, but then towards the closing about three o'clock, you start to see more vine go up into it. And you see something like this, where you're really testing that resistance line, but since it's such a short period of time, you have a lot more people behind, a lot more volume behind it. And what happens is if you can break this, this previous high, you're gonna set up for some really good prices. Uh, and you can tell your buy targets from here by looking at the history of the stock and looking at the support and resistance from the history of the stock, and you'll draw your lines across. So maybe uh, this, you know, I see a line somewhere around $9. Uh, In the history, it was spiking along a lot, and $9 was always a pretty big support resistance. Uh, I might set my sell target at $9, because I know it's gonna be tough to break $9. I might sell like half my position, see if it spikes up, and if it goes down to like eight, you know, I'll sell the rest of the position. Or you can keep it, and see, you know, maybe it's gonna go up by the end of the day. Uh, At that point, you're really not relying on technical analysis, it's just feeling out the markets and a little bit of, bit of of luck. But that's the point of what technical analysis is for. It's to increase your luck, or not your luck, but your chances of being correct. Like even much better, especially with that ABCD setup. We see right right about here. You know, uh, our downside, if we set our stop loss, I mean, stop loss probably right about here. And our upside is probably this to here. So the upside goes, you know, up to there. The upsides double the downside so you know two to one or you know risk reward you got double the reward so if you just hate that trade you know a hundred times you're gonna end up you're gonna end up good you're gonna end up very well because you know if it goes and it keeps going up you're gonna sell high or you'll get stopped out if it's a false breakout makes sense yeah any question no it's fun. Those are the biggest setups. Uh, you know, there's tons and tons of uh, setups on online. Those are the ones I find myself using the most. Uh, some of them are just kind of weird and hard to remember. And that's the thing with these setups is committing them to memory is huge because, well, at least in the short term. You know, if this is a daily trade and you need to make these mm-hmm. trades, like, especially in the morning, You need to decide how well the trade's doing uh, in like five minutes or 15 minutes. Like you need to have these down so you can do them really quick. And you can look at it, you know, within the second sometimes. And you're thinking, oh, this is a setup for something and I can trade this. Uh, It's less important knowing it really quickly for like the medium to long term. If you see like a big head and shoulder in the medium term and it's like a three month chart or something, then it's just more recognizing it but when you get to that short-term, really active, quick trading, that's when these patterns start to come up a lot more, especially with those high-a-day patterns, uh, if you're trading gaming stocks, and you're gonna need to know them quick, and you're gonna need to be able to trade them quickly, and that's how you're gonna be able to set your stops, quick, get your price targets in, and make your good profits. What's up? Yeah, you got to the chase and give us the stocks so that you have to start making money. Yeah. <laughs> you can use these with any stock, man. <laughs> just like, you know, look at companies you like or use, stuff like that. I need one to Huh? <laughs> Dude, a lot of the times with technical analysis, I mean like I mean I have had a ticker up here the whole time because obviously I'm just drawing everything. But You know, if, like, you see the charts, and you see the setup for something, like, what's a company you hate? Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Let's pretend Chick-fil-A has stock, okay? Uh, And they're trading under CFA. Uh, They're private, but we'll just, you know. You hate Chick-fil-A? I love Chick-fil-A. I I like the food. I hate the values. All right. Let's say Aaron hates Chick-fil-A, but... He goes to chick-fil-a and he sees this on the 12 month chart so this is 2017 to 2018 why the heck not he sees we've got shoulder and this is where you can really start to identify head and shoulders but it's sort of tough because at this point in it you see this support or yeah you see the support and you know it's kind of like you know, maybe it's going down, maybe it's not. Uh, It's sort of tough to time the top, the heads of the head and shoulders, because you don't really know what's a head and shoulder until you start to see the formation of the second shoulder, and then you can really start to trade it and see, oh, okay, it's probably gonna go down to here. So maybe you uh, short it down to here, but that's still a tough trade to make. But when the real profit comes in, you know, no matter what the company is, you don't care about the company, you just look at this chart, and you say this is you know an inverted head and shoulders. We're gonna see upward price movement on this. You get in the trade, and you can sell out the company. You know here to here, here to here, sell out. If Chick Fil A was you know a ten dollars stock, maybe at fifteen. And you know it doesn't matter what the company is. You're making your gains, and you pay the same amount of taxes. It doesn't matter the company. So doesn't really the, the company is not important with technical analysis stuff like this especially when you get into really short-term penny stocks like I mean the pre-market gainers and all these guys that are high flyers for the day I mean, 90 percent of them you're, you I have absolutely no idea like there are a lot of pharmaceutical companies there are a lot of little cheap like dollar stocks to you know maybe $15 stocks and you're really you're not gonna have heard of these ever and the company doesn't really matter with the charts with the technical analysis with short-term medium-term just trading to get in trading to get out you're trying to, you know, game it off of the charts. The company isn't as important as your technical analysis of what they're doing, what their charts are doing, and how they're moving. That makes sense. Yeah. Cool. All right, well, that's pretty much everything I had to get through. Uh, those are the biggest patterns, especially with ABCD. I mean, you see those on some crazy stuff. I know <laughs> Bitcoin pulled one of those. And it was terrific setup, because you saw like, and it was so long term too, because we saw, I think it was like 2011, 2012, we saw this big run up in the price, and then we saw this huge C. and then there was, you know, there was the big, yeah, you know, everyone knows what happens there, hopefully, I mean, it went pretty quick, and it did it pretty well. I mean, we saw some staggering here, and then it was a little slower, but in in the long term, you know, it's still insanely fast growth, and it might not be straight up. Well, at least relatively. It was pretty straight up by a lot of term. But, you know, the setup, it was a setup. That was an ABCD setup. So, when you see the setup, you know, who cares what it is? You can take the trade on it. All right. Cool. Make sure when you're looking at the hammer patterns, you're looking at like one minute or five minute charts. Uh, And a lot of times we can combine hammer patterns, wedges, uh, support resistance alleyways, like we talked about last Wednesday, with, uh, or even like these big spike ups. Uh, Actually, especially with these big spike ups in the morning where you don't really know what they're doing. We're gonna talk a lot more about indicators uh, next Wednesday. But you know, maybe you have a stochastic, so VWAP, we'll talk about that next week. Uh, but those indicators can also help you in the short term, looking at where you know, where, the, where you might see a big breakdown, if it hits it, you know, the, we'll talk about VWAP, volume weight average next week. Uh, but big important stuff for short term trading isn't really the indicators. Some, a lot of times you can just look at it, draw your lines, You know, recognize your patterns, support resistance, put it on there, and you can make good trades just trading off the charts. Got like two minutes left. I think we did pretty well today. Go team. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Yeah, trade the charts, make some money. I mean, this is not like market return money. This is active, you're doing this actively. You can make a lot more money than just, you know, your 7% market return by managing it actively instead of passively, because we talk about passive stuff a lot. This is active management. This is like commitment. You're in this and you're working for this. So you're gonna see a lot more gains than just, you know, your SP, your index fund, your market averages, your market movers. Cool Cool stuff, guys. I'll see you uh, next Tuesday. Want more stock market secrets? If so, go get your free copy of my best selling book, Nine to Noon. You can get your free copy plus $11,176 of unannounced bonuses. It took me years to uncover completely for free at Nine to Noon Inside Nine to Noon, you'll find the top 38 secrets you can use to double your portfolio every two years and make upwards of 10% per trade daily.